Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Well, my nephew seems to have lived through his overdose. So he is good to go until the next time, which could come at any minute. His life is all about finding his next set of drugs. He was told he was taking enough Xanax to kill two horses, and Lord knows what else he was taking. His grandfathers were both doctorines, along with many others, including his father. And he is following their footsteps. My niece called me several times asking what we could do. I told her not much of anything aside from praying. He must make up his mind that he is going to change his lifestyle. That seems unlikely, or he's going to die. It's a frustrating experience and one that even God contends with. I remember from the Bible when Jesus said in Matthew 23:37, I wanted to gather them together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you did not let me. It reminds me of wanting to help my nephew somehow, but he spurns me and God and won't let us. I cannot find words to adequately express the sorrow I feel for the millions of people trapped in Satan's spider web of death and destruction. He will gleefully devour victim after victim. I was trapped in that web as a young man and escaped Satan's grip by asking for God's help. It happened, and Jesus saved me. He gladly did so, but I had to ask him for help and for him to come into my heart, and I had to change my ways. It was not easy But 53 years ago, I was indeed transformed. Since that time, unfortunately, I've seen many folks find their grave, and fewer do as I did and were saved. I asked myself this morning why so many pursue Satan's path of destruction instead of following Jesus. To be perfectly candid, I don't know. Satan tries to tear his claws into some people with reckless abandon and is often successful. Others tell him to get lost. I joined that group, but have not been so successful with helping others I have known. Christ's soothing bomb will heal us. But we have to want it, and therein lies the big problem. If you have a loved one struggling with illegal drugs, pray for them daily. If they aren't addicted yet, work hard to change them before it is too late. 
Drug addiction will devastate lives and marriages. Drugs control every waking moment of the addict's life. Whether he or she is hooked on illegal drugs on the street or lawful prescriptions. The physical and psychological addiction is real and painful for spouses of drug addicts. The pain is of a different sort. The drug addiction violates every aspect of their lives, including their finances, time, emotional security. Victims may feel helpless to stop the addicted spouse from destroying everything that matters to them. I'd like to speak to the enablers out there. Enabling drug addiction is a common mistake spouses make. We enable someone's sin when we cover for it, won't hold a person responsible, or minimize the consequences his or her choices bring. Enablers tell themselves they are helping when they're only further entrenching the addict in his addiction. Imagine a 10-foot wall someone needs to scale to be who God created them to be. Help is a hand up that boosts that person higher until they can climb over themselves. Enabling is lying by the wall and letting the person jump up and down on you until they destroy you. Then he moves on to someone else. No one has improved and the person you thought you were helping still cannot scale the wall. Don't give them money or do anything that will feed their habit. Remember where addiction begins and ends. It is not of the father. It needs to be addressed. John 2.16, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the father but from the world. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.